Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Um, so today's episode, I will be talking about body dysmorphia. So this is something where, you know, I've heard of it, I know exactly what it is, but you know, it's, it's something that I think I might have. And I was actually reminded of it uh, from a one of my followers who, you know, we just randomly got into a discussion about eating disorders and that kind of led to body dysmorphia. And, you know, I tried to give my best take on it. And while I was doing that, I kind of realized, hey, you know, um, I was looking at the uh, symptoms and all that stuff. And, you know, it seems like something that I've struggled with a lot, a lot more in the past for sure. But, you know, there are days where I can see myself, you know, relating to this a lot. So, you know, I just wanted to uh, talk today about that and uh, exactly how, you know, how I manage it and what, uh, in what ways am I trying to get better with it and just trying to control it and not let it kind of uh, take over my life or, you know, give me feelings of ina- inadequacy, you know, shame or, you know, like fear of ridicule, which is quite common with it. So uh, to start off, you could, you could call body dysmorphia kind of a mental health problem. Right. So basically, you know, you might be upset about the appearance of your body, right, uh, in a way where it, uh, you know, you can't live normally. Right. So a lot of the times with body dysmorphia, what you may perceive as flaws to other people, they wouldn't notice anything. Right. Um, like in my own life, obviously, when I was younger, I was, uh, you know, I from in my own eyes, I was obese. I was, you know, overweight. I was whatever. You know, I was in really, really bad shape, but, you know, like I'll show people pictures of my, of my, how I looked in high school or whatever. And they just think, yeah, you know what, like you're just a little chubby, but you know, it's, it is whatever. It's not even like you would consider someone fat. Right. But to me, you know, my mind just amplified it times 10 times a hundred to the point where like, it was kind of like, you know, that was on my mind a lot. Right. Like, you know, like I would try to work out, I would try to do whatever. And this is back when, um, you know, I wasn't diagnosed with my thyroid condition back around that time. So like, you know, weight would just come out really quickly and I, I wouldn't know exactly where it's coming from. And, you know, that just puts a lot more pressure on you. So for back then I, you know, I used to do a lot of working out and nothing would change. And, you know, uh, even, even when I did start losing weight towards the end of high school and, and got into university and stuff, um, like end of the day for what I've noticed for myself is like, it's really hard. Uh, obviously you're growing as a person, you're learning new things, you're meeting new people. All these things are great, but it's really, really hard to, you know, fight something that's kind of been with you for so many years, especially, you know, in high school when you're at the age where so much change is happening and there's a lot of pressure, you know, um, that the world kind of puts on you to figure out your, which way, uh, which direction you want to go in life and all that. So, um, I definitely have, feelings that I still harbor from those days. Um, and, you know, it's it's not something that like I worked on, you know, like, I didn't really know exactly what I was doing, right? It's not something I was focusing on. Like, I like I told you, like body dysmorphia, I've heard of it, but I never really applied it to myself. Um, but I think one of the ways around body dysmorphia in general is just being more confident, right? I mean, that's the most important thing, because if you're not confident in general, then, you know, that's going to factor into how you perceive yourself, be it your body, nutrition, education, whatever it is, finances, whatever it is, right? So, like, confidence is one of the most important parts. And, you know, like I said, that doesn't come easy. So, you know, for me, in my own ways, you know, um, learning fitness properly, learning how to diet, learning macros, learning the ins and outs of the science of training and fitness has been the most important thing because without that you kind of like you're just blindly following something and you know you don't know if you're what with whatever you're doing is working or not right like obviously I can put a picture of myself when I was in high school compared to now and see a, a big big difference right but 
any day where I'm not feeling myself or not feeling confident, I can kind of revert back to how I felt back then because those uh, feelings are really, really similar, right? So in my own way, I think that's how I've kind of managed to handle it. And obviously there's, it's not like uh, with anything, it's not like you do something and then you're perfectly, you know, you're good right after. There's going to be bad days, there's going to be good days. But uh, for the most part, it's just like, you know, in for me personally, these things come from just my own like mind, right? So my own mind will foster these feelings of, like I said, inadequacy and uh, shame and all that, even when nobody else will say a word, right? I kind of build it up myself. But there are people out there, I'm sure, that, you know, they have body dysmorphia because of just how they've been treated, right? So, you know, in, in cases where, you know, yeah, you know, like people are bullying you and people, you know, bring it up a lot, that can definitely factor into how you feel where, you know, you could have been, three, 400 pounds in high school and people bullied you every single day. And then you got into the best shape of your life where you're looking better than 99% of people. But end of the day, you still don't feel that way, you know? Um, and it sucks because like, you know, working out isn't easy, right? Working out, eating right. It takes a lot of dedication, a lot of consistency, a lot of work. So if you can't reap those rewards and feel good about yourself all the, all the time, um, it, it really does suck. And that's something where like, you know, I wanted to discuss more about because, you know, as a trainer, um, you know, there are times where like, you know, people will come in and I'll see people transform like crazy. And to them, they don't see much differences, right? I can pull out the measuring tape, I can pull out the scale, show them all the numbers on how everything's changing. But, you know, something in the mind just kind of like tells you that you look the same. And, um, you know, I don't think that's a great way to live life. I mean, end of the day, you know, nothing's ever perfect. But at the same time, you should be able to find growth wherever you can. Um, and, you know, sometimes you can't even do anything about it, right? Um, sometimes, you know, there are studies that show with body dysmorphia, it could be an abnormal level of brain chemicals, family history of it, uh, you know, d depending on your personality type, life experiences, like I mentioned, right? So um, I know my my own personality type, you know, for me to stay motivated and to get stuff done, um, I've always had to be kind of hard on myself. I think I mentioned that in a podcast before. It's like, some people just naturally have the energy and all that, which is great, you know, like I commend them for it. But at the same time, for me, I know that, you know, if I'm being lazy, I know I've the way I kind of tell myself to get something done, like say, for example, I have a workout and I'm just like, you know, not getting to it right away is I'll just be hard on myself, right? Like I'll be self-critical. I'll, you know, I'll push myself to a point where like, it's not, it's not a healthy way to go about things, but you know, it gets the job done. So that is something I'm actively trying to work on. Um, so, you know, like it's, it's different for everybody. But, um, you know, for some of you out there, if you're wondering if you even have body dysmorphia, I'll list some symptoms that, like, I found online. So, so, you know, some of them could be, you know, constantly checking yourself in the mirror, you know, making sure everything fits right. Nothing's, you know, like, uh, nothing is, <laughs> you know, so, nothing makes you feel so, um, you know, bad where, like, you wonder if other people are feeling the same way or looking at the same thing that you're kind of worrying about. Um, you know, avoiding mirrors, trying to hide body parts under hat, scarf, or makeup. And, you know, this has to do, like I said, with more than just the body, right? Could be, could be anything. It could be anything that makes you feel insecure where, you know, to the, to the naked eye to, or to like a professional, nothing is really wrong at the surface there, right? So you could also consider like somebody that has a lot of acne or all that stuff in high school, you know, they don't feel confident enough to, you know, show their true face, they wear a ton of makeup. And you can imagine somebody that, you know, once their skin has kind of healed up, still not feeling 100%, still feeling worried, still putting on makeup and stuff, When even though they don't need it, right? 
Um, some other symptoms, you know, always asking other people whether you look okay, not believing other people when they say you look fine, you know, and then it can get worse and worse, avoiding social activities, not going out of the house, especially in the daytime, you know, um, having unnecessary, unnecessary plastic surgeries, and then obviously feeling, you know, anxious, depressed, and ashamed. So as you can see, it, it, there's various different levels to this. It's not like there's one type of dysmorphia, right? Everyone has it in their own ways, and I'm not trying to you know, minimize or maximize other people's problems because end of the day, you know, you could say it, uh, somebody has it way worse than what you might have, but, you know, your problems are still important problems that you want to get looked at and you want to figure out how to kind of manage, right? So, you know, from these symptoms, I can definitely, you know, constantly checking yourself in the mirror. I, you know, I have a gym, so there's mirrors everywhere, you know, so it's hard for me not to want to check. I make sure, like, I, you know, as a trainer, I look like, <laughs> I look like the part. So, you know, that definitely has factored into, the, the way I feel about myself, right? Knowing that I'm a trainer, knowing that, you know, people come into me and they want to see results, right? So when they, the first thing they see when they meet me is me, right? They look at my body, they want to, you know, know that I can give them what essentially I've done for myself, right? So, you know, uh, in a way, yeah, you know, you could call that pressure and all that. But, you know, I think over the years, I've kind of learned to, uh, you know, embrace it in a way. And, uh, you know, I'm not overly picky about, how I look as long as I feel good. I think that's something I've prioritized more in the recent months and years as opposed to just, you know, physical aesthetics because, you know, end of the day, as long as I know I'm putting in the work and I'm eating right and I'm doing the right things, you know, my output or how my body looks is just going to be based upon stuff I can't control like genetics and, you know, just certain things that, you know, I don't have a say in and what's the point of me worrying about that if you know I can't do anything about it. Right. So I think that's one of the most important things from that. But um, yeah, you know, if any of you have any of these uh, problems or something that I've mentioned is something that you might have like had to deal with before, uh, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Nashti Fitness or give me an email at nashtyfitnessgmail.com in case, you know, you're, uh, you want to stay anonymous or anything like that. But I definitely love to help you guys out. I'm learning more about it day by day. And uh, I want to thank my follower again for bringing it up. And, you know, giving me more insight into my own kind of like uh, position on it and how I feel about it. So thanks again for that. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it for this podcast. Um, I'm going to try to put out some more over the next few days. I have a lot more time on my hands, just getting ready for uh, the gyms to finally reopen. But uh, yeah, uh, like I said in the prior podcast, if you have any topics you want me to discuss, uh, you can also send me a DM on Instagram about that as well. I might even put up a poll on my story. But yeah, just expect more coming down the line. I really enjoy doing these podcasts. I feel like it makes me feel good about myself. And I feel like I can definitely reach out more people and help you guys. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, just stay tuned and uh, we'll get some more popping out there. But thanks again for listening, guys. Hope you have a great day and I'll see you in the next one.